Oh, oh, furious. And I woke up, I fell asleep halfway through it. And I woke up just, where am I? What, what? I'm like, oh, my life. No, this, no, what am I doing with my life? This is awful. Just a catch-up beat American. This happens every episode. He just leaves me dick hanging out. Ah, you turgid. Little turgid. Little blood flowing down there, huh? Of an intelligence level that I understand porn humor. Crinkle dinkle or yimple yample or tinkle toy or... Fondling your tiny little raisin sacks. Oh, Wait, just, just waiting and waiting. I sat down and they just they got scrunched up all Buffalo Bill style up in there. So I had to had to perform some emergency surgery on those two creamy little Rocky Mountain oysters. <laughs> yep. <coughs> Oh, there's no Rocky Mountain oysters in there. there it's just it's just a raisin in a, a empty, oh. dried old giant sack. Yeah, just two little shriveled little California raisins and a yep, just a, a sock. Yep, and you got your little baby carrot, and you're good to go. <laughs> well, you are. But yeah, got my stretching done. Yep. So everybody knows that before Choked we hit record, I mean, he's just in there just like stretching in his office. I'm looking at the Zoom like, let's go. <laughs> and he's got, looking at me and laughing and... I got shit to do. Let's go. Let's I got go. shit to do. <laughs> Captain Busy Pants over there. Uh, yep. I'm... Neighbors, check out okay. Everything's good on my end, so let's go, let's go. Yeah, hurry up, yeah, hurry up now. (laughs) He's more interested in his neighbors than he is this show. Uh, Just making sure everything's good to go. The one vehicle definitely, definitely needs a car wash. Like, it's... mm. Dude, it is December. (laughs) Police of the neighborhood. Uh Uh-huh, yep, just the neighborhood watch. Me and Vince Vaughn and the... Captain of the... the, uh, uh, Whatever neighbor society, whatever that's called. Yeah, I, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> All these meetings you go to. Oh, the, oh, yes, 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 yes. The HOA meetings. <laughs> yep. I'm the weird one. Every week he's in these meetings. Can't talk in the meeting. Uh, HOA. Yep. He, out, out there, just just spreading the rules. Just blanket rules. <laughs> take your lawn chair and go sit outside, you old yep. man. <laughs> Oh, these pants are, they are way, entirely way too tight. <laughs> I mean, oh. As long as I don't have to see them. Oh, they're, they're they show off everything. Let's go. Both, both raisins and carrots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's just a Frosty the Snowman down there. Just <laughs> Let's go what? You start. I'm waiting for a, a kid to leave. No, um, no. What do I got? Uh, you could adjust your uh, camera angle. That'd be that'd be a good oh, start. Oh yes. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh my god! Good. Uh, I'm looking at a ceiling and a forehead. Yeah, and and the forehead is like like 
receding hairline too. Like you're seeing a whole bunch of skin. <laughs> you do. You are developing an eight head. Yeah. Oh, uh, pull it down. I hate it. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> nothing. You got nothing. Life is so great. It's oh, so I, great. well, I'm putting together my uh, my submarine uh, Kobe. So I'm in the Kobe sets now. So there's there's Legos, and then there's Mega Blocks, which is like the Halo stuff and Castle Grayskull, and move like more violent movie type stuff, or just stuff that Lego won't touch. And then there's Kobe, and Kobe's stuff is all like real. Is that like K O B I or C O B I? They're out of Poland, but they're awesome. Like this, it's awesome stuff. Like World War II submarines, ships, airplanes, like the Concorde, like anything that's an actual movie related or just. No, I don't. They may have done a oh Top Gun. They've they're they've got the Top Gun license, of course. Uh, so that's kind of how I got into them. But uh, their stuff is great. Like my kids are they're they're wanting to put together my submarine that. Wife got me for Christmas, and I'm like, ah, this shit's mine. But it's Fuck awesome, off, kids. It's a, yeah, it's a World War II submarine. And I mean, it's legit. They the quality is right there with Lego. I think so. Titanic is gonna. That's they. They have like a three thousand plus. No, it's about twenty eight hundred piece Titanic set that is gigantic. And like that's something that I want. Sometime I want the kids and I to get and put that together, and that's kind of a history lesson type of thing. Hmm, that's so, cool. but yeah, they're really they're. They're cool. Like the, the kids are like they're looking on the website and like, oh, what's this thing? And I'm like, oh, that's the that's the Enterprise. There's the Enterprise ship, like the U.S. ship, Navy ship. And, okay. Um. Oh, is that where the Star Trek? Yeah, that's kind of. I like, just cool. was watching the Voyage Home here this week, and we have that's, found it. It's on the nuke nu- nuclear vessels or whatever. Yeah. It's the Enterprise. Nuclear vessel. Vessels. Yeah. <laughs> Did you come around on that one at all, or is it still kind of eh? Oh, I enjoy that movie, but it's it's it, it's got to be the least of those, right? Okay, see ya. I... Yeah, uh huh. I know those goodbyes. I know. Oh, new. It's which one is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Take significant. your sweet ass time. I I I I know I'm impatient, but like I just don't understand how some people can move so fucking slow. Just bo- fucking go. Is it boys, daughter, or wife, or all all of the above? I, yeah, every single person in my world. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. We we got all the time in the world. We're gonna live forever. Let's yeah. let's not. Let's not hurry up and do anything. It's just... <sighs> Late? What? What? I'll arrive exactly when a wizard wants to arrive or some shit. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, where are they oh, off but to? if I'm one second late to any... Uh... Nope. Nope. It's just... We're... we're, we're... We're delving into a new dynamic with the teenager being able to drive herself. Oh, yeah. And it's... Well, this morning it was... This morning or yesterday, I don't even know what day it is anymore, but uh, I want to put 
my key on my Epic keychain. Okay, first of all, it's my key for my car. Not yours. Mine. Yeah, that would piss me off. That, that yeah, right there that, would piss, already, that would piss little, me off. A little bit annoyed. Yep. 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 Right, because as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, that, that, no, no. Kind of, and then she shows me her keychain thing, and it's, her, her purse wallet is on it. There's a giant <sighs> ball thing this big. And then there's literally four other things that are that big. Humongous. You couldn't fit it in your wall, uh, in your pocket. You couldn't fit that in a purse. Gigantic, huge, basketball size. Giant, dangly crap. So you're telling me you want to take, um, my key off of my keychain and yeah. put it on there. Well, it would just make more sense. And I don't understand why I don't have anybody like gets huffy with me. I, Ooh. Oh, I don't like that. I'll, I'll put it, I'll switch it back whenever we come back. And so I grabbed a, uh, like a, I have all these, uh, I don't know what they're called. Uh, uh, climbing hooks. Like they're, they're just, you get them for like a buck at any gas station. But, Carabiner? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I, I use those all the time for keychain stuff, just because it's easy to clip on and off. Yep. Why don't you just grab this and put that on? Ah, it's too much. What? <laughs> it's kind of a normal thing, actually. I can't remember. Kind of, kind of, less than ten minutes into the show, I've ripped the headphones out of the thing twice. <laughs> That's oh. too much. I, if I would show you her keychain setup bullshit... Yeah, like, I can't even describe to you how ridiculous it is, but that was too ridiculous. I don't understand why I have to do that. Why can't I just put it back on? I'm like, so you're going to take it off the keychain every single time. Yep. Why? Why? I Why? Fine. Whatever. I just don't see why it's a big deal. I, 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 it's not that big a deal. I'll put it back on. You've always got your... I finally walked back out there and was like, it's my car. It's not yours. It's mine. Buy your own. That's yeah. when you get to have a keychain with all of your crap on. Well, I'm not allowed to buy a car yet because I don't have enough money, and so it would be a piece of crap, and so... Oh. <laughs> all of this sounds awful. Awful. <sighs> yeah, we're not letting you buy a car yet because you haven't saved enough money yet. Well, I can't work more hours. They won't give me... <laughs> None of this is my problem. This is all yeah. your problem. It just... She, she has in her mind, it's, it's, it's all, this is all typical teenager stuff, but she has in her mind that she can go out and get a car for the amount of money that she saved right now. And it's like, the car that you're going to get for the amount of money that you've saved right now is a piece of shit, whatever it is. And it's going to need fixed up. And then you're just going to start. No, I have enough. I have enough. I think this is enough. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not enough. Uh, I mean, you can go buy a car for that amount of money. It's just, you're going to have to then put another couple of grand into it to make it go. And it's not like, it's just, just teenager, doesn't understand. Just doesn't understand that. She will. <laughs> Eventually. She will, but it's, it's, don't get, don't get huffy with me about a fucking keychain. Well, that just feels like it went over. And I'm the asshole. Yeah. I'm the asshole because... (laughs) Oh, you'll see. I can't wait. You're going to find out. Yep. (laughs) How are you? Uh, Lack of sleep. uh, 
exhausted over uh, here. I mean, I haven't been sleeping good. Uh, our heater went out on... Um, heater? You mean like... In our house. The in whole house. house furnace? Yeah. I quit working... Um, Oh, let's see. So there was the day that we were going to go down for, like, Christmas Day, we were going to go down to uh, my fa- my family's for Christmas, and then Dad wasn't feeling good. Your uh, house isn't old enough to have a furnace go out yet. No, I know. I know. And then, so we planned it for the next day, which is Saturday, and then I woke up, and I'm like, and I like it cool in the house, but I'm like, it's it's cold in here. Like... It's legit cold. I'm like, oh, we're in mid-60s. And I'm like, mm, what time? Mid-60s, that seems pretty low. And I'm like, oh, it, furnace doesn't work. Yeah, that's, that's why. Couldn't get anybody out. Couldn't finally... I, Is it uh, the batteries at the thermostat thing? That's Because that's a problem. If, if the uh, batteries go out at the thermostat, then it's not sending the signal properly or something like that? Well, I thought that. And so we... How we made phone call after phone call and finally got some information. We'll go outside because we had a whole bunch of snow. Go outside and make sure that the... The piping outside is not snow covered because if it is, that could back much snow. I did, yeah, I didn't. So I went out there and swept stuff off and banged stuff around out there, and then I took the cover off down there and I refitted on. Like, well, maybe because that re- actually when you take the cover off in the basement, like where it is, and it actually resets it, and mm-hmm. then it kicked on, and so something in there was amiss. I don't what I don't know, but it works now. But that thing should be fine for I don't know. It was just odd. Yeah, your house isn't isn't nearly old enough to be no. having, uh, furnace replacement problems. Yeah, so it just it made an already stressful day much more. Just stressful. one of those things. One of those things where you and I get pissed off. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and the house was completely trashed from the night before, from the toys and from just opening presents, and so it was just. Oh. And then just knowing, you know, I had to go down to my, I was going to go down to my family. Yep. And, you know, I'm like, is dad still not feeling good? And if, you know, why is he not feeling good? Why, what's the, because, you know, in the back of my, my head, it's like, how much are they masking up? Not much. Well, okay. What, hold on here. <sighs> I mean, literally, it's for the next couple of weeks, I'm like, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I hope they don't, they they were all healthy when I was down there then, but I don't know. Hmm. So, anyway. But yeah, oh, we, yeah. We, we got through Christmas without political stuff, which, thank God. <laughs> That's it. I, I'm, I'm oh, very okay. thankful I, for that. I, I was, I was just, impressed. You mentioned political stuff, and I was like, well, should I say something or not? But. Yeah, uh, we got through. Mitch McConnell's through an agent of Satan. That's all I was going to say about Oh, he's today. awful. He's awful. Straight up from the pit of hell. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But yeah, I, I got it. I mean, on the way home, my wife and I were like, we got through uh, both families with no pro-Trump, angry white person conversations. Like, that's a win. There was, there was just little, little hints here and there, but. Oh, little I, pimple, I, pimples that I did not pop. I did not <laughs> pop those pimples. <laughs> I had, yeah, there were a little couple of couple thrown my way during the over the Christmas uh, season, but I, uh, eh, I didn't. I did not take the bait. I did yep. not take the bait. I was like, mm, no, I'll just let that go. And yep. and kind of the other people in the room were like, 
let's just not. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I could, I could just reading the faces and just, uh, you know, taking the, the smell of the room. It was, let's just not. And uh, I'm guessing you were not the one that. Oh, no, it wasn't me. No, 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 no. I, I, I was dodging, dodging and weaving. Oh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. But Christmas is done, so de- decorations are starting to come down now, which, of course... Really? I thought you would keep them up through February. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, st- I, I, I must say, towards the end there, I got a little another little burst of movie Christmas movie energy and just, oh, plowed through a few more. I'm just... Just balls deep. Oh, none for me. None for me. Oh, I don't even want to. Know. I mean, if I count, I am sure I am at thirty. I am sure. I mean, it's kind of a horror movie marathon. It's October horrorathon for me, but with Christmas movies, just good. Just good for you. Good schmaltz. Just uh, figgy pudding and. I, I hope your your coffee that you're drinking right now is like mint. It's some kind of Christmas mint. That was yesterday. Actually, that was yesterday. It was candy cane coffee. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Oh, and yeah. Towards the end, I'm like, ooh, this is just flat, like, liquid sugar. Mmm. Yeah, this is this is caramel, though. So, ah. I mean, more sh- liquid sugar. I mean, what's yeah, caramel? it's more liquid sugar. Yeah, it's just less candy cane, more, yeah, more more high fructose other stuff. You're finally into, like, February coffee. Whee! Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, yep. So the last Christmas thing that I watched, oh, what was it? Well, there's a cartoon. Was it Santa's sleigh? I somehow managed to get through all of December without watching Silent Night. So, win for me. <laughs> I dodged that that bullet. Uh, but boy, most everything else got. Did you do Silent Night Devil Night this year? Oh yeah, yep. Part one. I skipped the rest of them though. I'm like ah, I did part two last year. I'm like ah, I'm good. But Krampus, I wasn't gonna do Krampus. I'm like yeah, why not? Let's do Krampus again and Santa Sleigh, Black Christmas original and remake and and then you know you got your Shrek the Halls and you got your Grinches, no, no, no. Charlie Browns. You got mm-hmm. that. Nope. Yeah. No, I don't. Um. Oh, a bunch of other, you know, Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2. Ugh. Got those. Jingle Jangle, we got that one. The Grinch, there was the, the feature-length Grinch, and then there was the short Grinch. But we didn't do we didn't do the Jim Carrey one. Um, oh, the uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, lots of singing on that one. Um, man, bunch. Bunches and bunches. Heaps. Heaps of them. What a waste of time. <laughs> Ah, but you, you know, like, you watch some of those. Charlie Brown, Christmas. Nope. Nope. I... No, not that, huh? Shrek the Halls, no? <laughs> I'm committed to have... Elf once a year, and that's it. Other than that, um, and that's just because of my wife. Other than that, nope, I, uh... Well, maybe next year take the dive on Muppets Christmas Carol or something. I'm good, I've seen it. Ah, how about... I, I, who needs to see that more than once? Yeah, that, I will agree there. I'm like, oh, this is, it's okay, it's okay. It's going to be watched every year. Oh, I'm sure. <sighs> this fucking chair. <laughs> and I, I I was yelling at the boys so bad the other day, you can't see this, I don't think, but 
something's broken, I think. Yeah, oh, that's you taped duct tape it. holding yeah. on, the, on the cushion on the back. That's holding it up because the uh. cushion broke off. I, I I break office chairs with my fat 193-pound <laughs> ass. I don't... I, Speaking of hey, speaking of uh, that, I also watched Harold and Kumar 3D, and I'm like, you know, Kumar kind of looks like you in the beginning. Not this shit again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he kind of does. Like, have you seen the 3D, the, the Christmas one? Nope. Oh, it's hilarious. That may have been the last thing that that was. But I after was... this last episode that we put out, I, I definitely got a very clear picture of how you view me. <laughs> well, you're, you're kind of you're a cross gruff, between gruffy looking. <laughs> But Vince Vaughn and, and that was a real and, confidence booster. That last episode, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean Kumar. You know, I don't know. I haven't seen that movie, so let me guess—he's really fat and ugly and hairy or something. Yeah, smelly. Oh, he smells bad. <laughs> well, he's smoking a lot of pot. <laughs> I don't smoke. For fuck's sake! Uh, oh. For but the record, I do not smoke pot. <laughs> Come on. I have a job. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying that, you know, that's a part of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh, I love that movie. That was the last thing that I watched this uh, this Christmas was Harold and Kumar Christmas 3D. I'm like, I was going to watch something else as a... No Die Hards? No. That's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. <laughs> uh, no, I, I just... Meh. It's okay. I got Muppets to watch and shit. Okay, let's I get got, on to the roulette. You know. I got cr- Crinkle Dinkle, or what was it called? Yimple Yample, or <laughs> Tinkle know, Toy, I'm, or... I'm sure you'll be breaking it down here pretty soon. Jingle Jangle, that's the, yeah, Jingle. Oh, not it to be confused with... with, with yeah, Twinkle Dinkle. But it's the, the Christmas season start, <laughs> started with, yeah, pee-pee, whatever, jingles, whatever, and then it ends with... See, you're doing the thing. This is where I stop talking and just oh, let yeah. you go. Go on. Because then it always delves deeper and deeper into smut. You can't stop. You just can't stop. Oh, yeah, let's do the roulette. All right. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of the roulette, it is Snow Girl and the Dark Crystal up against Leap of Faith. Did I write that down right? Is that what what you watched? Leap of Faith? Okay. Uh, and you're up first. Oh, wait. Yep, you're up first. Okay. Go on here. Let me pull up my handy-dandy IMDb. Oh, just now. I mean, we just had 30 <laughs> seconds. We're just sitting here staring at each other's <laughs> stupid faces. Yep, leap of but faith. But now, now is when you decide leap to... Leap of faith, where are you? Come on down. Here we go. Uh, William Frank Kinnon, The Exorcist, 2019. Hour and 44 minutes of pretty much just... Him being interviewed, and it was great, great. I was going to say he's, that I would watch that. Oh, it was he is he's just such a unique guy, and I just I feel like he probably well I know after watching this he gets people riled up and pissed off on his sets. Like I don't think he's the he's the easiest director to work with, but that makes for all the more interesting documentaries like this when you just hear the different things that he does and the different things that he did on the exorcist to get reactions from his actors and not just the exorcist all his movies i think he even brings up i watched uh, a long uh uh, behind the scenes interview with him uh after bug and okay i very much echo everything that you're saying he yeah he, he seems like that kind of director 
Yeah, there was a scene where uh, Jason Miller, uh, he is sitting in a chair, and he's Father Karras, and he's sitting with... Well, hold on here. Let me pull up. Is that the younger one? Yeah, the younger one. That... I need an old priest and a young priest. Yeah, the, the young one, whatever. I, <laughs> um, And he does this really quick, like, there's a noise that happens, and he does a quick, like, he looks startled. He, he's supposed to look startled. Well, William Friedkin shot a gun and got that reaction out of him. Boom, oh, I shot a gun. in the 70s. Yeah, and he even, he's like, oh, we couldn't get away with that now. I'm like, no shit. And I think he smacked, oh, he smacked someone around. Oh, my, just the things that. Not the girl, hopefully. No, 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 okay. no. But it was just interesting to hear different things about The Exorcist to make the movie. It's one of my favorite movies. But just uh, Reagan's voice in the movie. They got this older actress, and she would eat raw eggs and drink whiskey and then say these awful things. And she had, I think she was, a, like, she had been an alcoholic. And so they actually had counselors on set for her to talk to, to help her through this awful things that she had to say that Reagan would end up saying. Because you know, it, you know, it's not, that's not Linda Blair's voice. That is this older actress's voice. Okay, and, so so there was somebody else to do the voiceover. Mm-hmm. And you gotta, you gotta remember too that in the 70s, was there, that wasn't, I mean, that was 70, right? But there's not, yes, there, there was not uh, uh, a support for those kinds of people with those kinds of issues at that time the way there is now. No, but it was hard on this lady to, to do that. She didn't want to do this, but she... Uh, then why didn't they, they tr- get somebody else? He tried. He actually tried to get different people, and he's like, none of them worked. And he had he has a very specific vision. It's just interesting. This guy is like, what he wants, he wants. And for like for this movie, he like, and even like sorcerer, he wants certain things, and it's that's what it's going to be. It's it's his way or no way. And I think that's kind of cool. And that's like, Exorcist and Sorcerer are two of my favorite movies. And they are probably that way because he got his, ah, I'm allowed to have a thousand favorite top tens. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, sure enough, I was right. Father Karras, Jason Miller, yeah. But anyway, it was, it was great. Uh, just even, uh, I didn't know this, but Stacy, I think it was Stacy Keach was supposed to be, uh, play Father Karras, which is Jason Miller's character. And Jason Miller was like, no, you have to, you have, I have to read. I, I have to read for this movie. And William Friedkin was like, I, it's done. Like, this, this guy's cast. And, and he's like, fine, if you want to come in on your own dime, okay, okay. And he nailed it. And then they had to let Stacey Keach go. And it was Jason Miller. And I cannot imagine anybody in that role other than, I just think the cast is perfect for that movie. Oh, he did a great but, job. But Stacey Keach yeah. is awesome too. Mm hmm. Anyway, it was great. I highly recommend this just to get an insider's look at what it was like to make movies in the 70s, especially from a director that is very, very opinionated. (laughs) Yeah. So it was really good. I liked it. Cool. I'll check it out sometime. Uh, On Are you done? Yeah, that's it. Okay, on my side, Snow Girl and the Dark Crystal. And uh, this falls very much into uh, the... Chinese, Japanese, Asian, uh, fantasy realm. Uh, and I don't, have you delved into any of those movies by any chance? Just 
the ones of the of the last ten years or so that have come out since uh, CGI uh, effects have gotten a lot cheaper. No, I mean there was that one that's on my list that you reviewed not long ago. It's still in my Netflix queue, but I haven't watched that one yet. But I don't think so. Well, there's uh, I haven't seen a ton of them, but I've seen a few of them, and they they all kind of follow the, kind of the same, or they at least have the same kind of outline. Not of story-wise or plot-wise, but just here's your PS3 effects that are kind of like Matrix Reloaded. Uh, we got a couple of good martial arts fights in here and some really sweet wire work. Acting's fine. Might be a little good romance story in there. That's cool. We're 40 minutes too long. Oh, yeah. That... And this falls exactly into that. Was I bored watching it? Not really. I mean, but there, it's still way too long. Hour 58 minutes. This should have been 90 minutes and not a second more. Uh, the special effects were, I mean, like I said, PS3, Matrix Reloaded, where they look a little goofy and odd, but didn't bother me. It, it was still cool. It's angels and demons and... and Oh, there's so I mean, the story is there's demons fighting against gods and man and who cares who, who I I don't care it, it it cool demon thing with four snake heads coming out of his back and he's fighting this other guy and swords and stuff sure uh, blind bought this one on Blu-ray for a buck and on the shelf it will go as so it stays okay oh, it's gonna stay it's gonna stay I watch this again. The effects were cool. Uh, the story was fine. It just... It's... Well, we're going to get into this a little bit later with another movie, but it's really frustrating when there's a... There's a really good movie in there. If somebody would just edit down the stuff that seems like you know, it's really obvious should not be in this. Just... We're, we're just chit-chatting for no reason. What? Maybe we can drop that scene and save ourselves five minutes. Nope. In it goes. Like this, it's one of those where it just feels like, let's put everything in. Why? You didn't, you weren't trying to make 90 minutes. It's two hours long. Could have left that one out. Didn't add any story elements. Didn't that. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, but for this movie, it was fine for the roulette. Uh, it, it will not go on the worst of for the year. Uh, will not go on the best of, but the Blu-ray goes back on the shelf. Oh, cool. Okay. <clears throat> Especially yeah, for I know a, a lot of, yeah, a lot of those movies just, they're just too long. They I, just, it, it's, it's something, it's something with Asia. It, it, it's very much a trope of Asian filmmaking. We got to have this thing two, two and a half hours long. No, we don't. We really don't guys. Uh, it's, it, I don't mind uh, having that kind of runtime if you have content, but if you don't have content, then cut the shit. Uh, but then again, I'm probably just a just a ketchup eating American. Yeah, <laughs> hurry up! Yeah. I don't know. Uh, eh. uh, I, there were elements in here that reminded me of of like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, as far as like uh, romantic bits, and that and the and I mean that in the like highest com compliment possible, but still, it's like, 
why do we have this scene where nothing happens and it doesn't progress any plot or anything? Just dump it. We don't need to have it. Anyway. It, okay. I've seen much worse. So let's get on to the next round. You're up first. Okay. Uh, these are all Netflixers. First up is Rust Creek from 2018. Hour and 48 minutes. Okay. Yeah, you've crime been picking drama. some long movies for yourself, yeah, sir. Yeah. Crime drama thriller, an overachieving college student gets lost on her way to a job interview. A wrong turn leaves her stranded deep in the Kentucky forest. And is this kind of deliverancey type, maybe? I don't know. We'll see. Next up is a movie called Don't Listen, hour and 37 minutes. Uh, this is, I think this is a uh, Mexican movie. Uh, Daniel and Sarah Lee... Ha- San- Wow. Let's rewind that one all over again. Daniel and Sarah have a nine-year-old son, Eric, and they've just moved to a new home. Eric, how's it spelled? E-R-I-C. Nope, that's out. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Not knowing uh, neighbors call it the house of the voices. Eric is is the first one to notice the odd noises behind each door, and the director is Angel Gomez Hernandez. And I watched the trailer, and I think that it looks pretty damn good to me. And uh, this is uh, once again appearing uh, on the roulette. Nobody sleeps in the woods tonight from 2008, uh, 2020, actually, hour and 40, uh, hour and 42 minutes. I'm just a wealth of wrong things. Um, slasher film where a group of teenagers arrive at a survival camp where they clash with two deformed cannibals. That sounds Sounds great, actually. Yeah, yeah, sounds way yeah. too good to be true, actually. Bart, yeah, it probably, well, I don't know, I picked them, so. Gold, gold, and gold. Goldie, goldie, goldilocks here. Yep. <laughs> okay, and coming my way, let's see what we got here. We've got Doctor Strange from 1978. This is a, uh, all these are DVD, by the way. This is the uh, first attempt at a Doctor Strange movie. Uh, back in the day before, uh, you know, they were good. Before Marvel made good movies. Uh, next up is Blade of the Immortal. And this is... Isn't this a Takeshi Mike movie? Yep, Ooh. Takeshi Mike. I think it's his 100th Ooh. film. And a guy is like immortal or something and kills a whole bunch of people. And this movie is way too long. Way... Oh, I looked at the runtime. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, two hours and 20 minutes. Judas. But, but... Mike, maybe he's gonna yeah. kill a whole bunch of people. And lastly, Nocturnal Animals, and this is starring Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal. Hmm. Uh, drummer, drama, thrillery thing, and I heard it's good, and I got it for like a buck. It's on my shelf. I guess I'll throw yeah. it on the roulette. We'll see what Tom, Eugene wants to do. Tom Ford. What else has he done? Oh, he's man. done some shit. Tom, that was the other reason that I bought it. Tom Ford has done some good stuff. Hmm. Okay. I don't have it up in front of me, but uh, things. Um, he's done things. Oh, man. Because you just did uh, an Asian movie, I'm going to skip the Takeshi Mike one. So it's between Nocturnal Animals, Drama Thriller. And the other one is is animated. No. That Doctor Strange? No, that's no. a live action. That's a live action from 1978. Oh, jeez. That's the same uh, Doctor Strange, like, that just came out a few years ago. Like, it's it's that guy. It's that comic book character. Whew. Oh, it's going to be mean, horrible. 
Yeah, let's go. That'll make for a fun review. I am very curious what that is going to be like, actually. All right. I mean, the story's good. Uh, and for you, Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. I think I'm going to have to go with that one. It's not oh, the longest wow. one. It's not the shortest one. It's But that one I'm kind of interested in. Okay, and it's going to be the best one. It looks good. Well, they're all going to be... They're all... Yeah, they're all gold. Yeah, they're all fine. It's just that's going to be the best of those three. Yeah, good, good choice. I'm well for 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 once. I'm like, all right, finally. For once, I mean, you're picking your picks. I, I, you should be happy every single week. I am to varying degrees. No, no. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that's I'm happy, and then other times I'm like, hey, hey, and then other times I'm just I'm. I'm just spraying the walls with jizz over here. <laughs> and today, I'm getting... Ah, you turgid. Yeah, a little turgid. A little blood flowing down there, huh? Yeah, there's... there's it's pumping. <laughs> oh, right. this should be interesting. The kids are out... Oh, there's not enough snow and the kids are outside, which means they're going to be playing in mud and... Oh. Oh, it's oh. a disaster outside. The neighbor that was means... over here banging on the door and I was like, go away. Can they? Can, oh, can the boys come out? It's like, yeah. I told you not to knock on our door because we're that family. Don't knock on our door because it just makes the dogs go nuts. It's get out of here. If you're outside and the boys want to come out, they'll come out. But nope. Yep. Yep. And bark, 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 bark. And then the boys went outside for less than five minutes. Why? Because Ugh. it's a muddy disaster outside. Yeah. Oh, it's not going to go good. It's just not going to go good. And she's going to, she is going to be pissed off at him. And then I'm going to, it's a great week. Okay. It's a great week. Oh, oh no, next great. time on the roulette, it's uh, going to be Dr. Strange up against Nobody Sleeps in the Woods tonight. Uh, and are you ready to talk about some recently watched, sir? Yes. I got a ton. I've only got a couple, but it might take a while. If you listened to last episode, well, the last episode that was put up, sorry about my tenant review, but next week you get Eugene's tenant review. Oh, it's fun. It's just Ooh, fun, yeah. fun stuff. <laughs> I might have a similar review coming up uh, real soon, but what do you got first? You're up first. Um, actually, now that I think about it, I don't, I mean, there's only a few that I really want to hit on, and they kind of have a theme going here, at least this this chunk of it does. So I watched The Ripper on Netflix. The uh, It's a four-part documentary crime mystery series about... Um, uh, you had mentioned that to me in text, and I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, it's a, it's about a, uh, a killer in oh, England in the late 70s hmm. and into, into the 80s that was murdering prostitutes. Well, supposedly prostitutes. And uh, this was fantastic. Fantastic documentary. And just, and I had read some, I I had read, there we go. Hello. Who's home? Who's home? No one. No one. Just, it's really bright outside. So some dogs are for some shit. So then the other dog is like, oh, there's some shit happening. There's not. Yes. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, uh, oh, so I read some reviews on this thing and they were ho-hum and I'm like, do I want to invest the four-ish hours into this show? And uh, a lot of the reviews that I was reading was like, oh, this is woke. This is woke. This is woke. I'm like, oh, so 
I actually might like it because you're probably a Trump scumbag. I'm, I'm kind of sick of hearing that con. That yeah, me argument. too. That, me like, too. Who gives a shit? Then yeah, just don't watch the shit. Yeah. Oh, this is pro feminine. I'm like pro feminist. I'm like, ah, eh, no, you sound and, like you're, you're you're just an asshole. You're, and you're, like and yeah. and uh, exactly. And this was a great documentary. And it, like, I don't even get the a like the negative reviews about a serial killer, and people are complaining that it's pro feminist. Yeah. Because it, the guy was targeting women. Like, I thought it was great. I highly recommend this documentary. If, if you're into true crime stuff uh, with a... I mean, they do paint the police to be kind of bumbling. And rightly so. If this is accurate, I would be furious. Because they literally cost women their lives. But, hey, let's not be woke. Or whatever. I, I hate that. It, mm, like, mm. I, I understand it with, like, a, 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 what was it, Avengers Endgame, where all of a sudden there's this one scene where all the women line up together and mm. go to, like, that was, it, it, it's fine, but it's also, it's not natural. It doesn't feel natural or, like, subtle, you know? Yeah. It, it, it feels aggressively, I don't know what I'm, I don't know, I don't have the right words for it, but uh, as opposed to many other movies where it's just kind of naturally plays into the thing and like, Oh, wonder woman, the first wonder woman, it, it feels natural of woman empowerment yeah. and it feels it great. Does. Yeah. Mother fucker. <laughs> I have to go move the couch. So the shithead can't look out the window. Uh... <laughs> and there he goes. This happens every episode. He just leaves me just, Dick hanging out. And that's okay. It's a good place to be. It is a good place to be. Um, what else do I got? I don't want to... I want to keep reviewing this movie. Hmm. Huh? No. Oh. oh, I. but I'm not... I mean, you're, you're into this type of movie, right? Or this type of a documentary. Like, kind of like the uh, Don't Fuck With Cats thing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds okay. cool. I just haven't heard of it. Well, this, this documentary got me to thinking... Um, like I should watch a couple things uh, about the actual Jack the Ripper from the 1800s from Whitechapel, and so I'm like, I just because they they reference Jack the Ripper just a little bit, just because there's some similarities, and I don't want to spoil what happens in this documentary and how how they go about you know get, catching the guy and the motives and all that stuff. Uh, that's you'll have to watch that, but um. So then I, and I'll get into this later, but then I watched a, a slew of documentaries on YouTube about Jack the Ripper. And that's, I'll lead into that on my next, on my next round. So. Okay. Back to you. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. let's start off with Wonder Woman 1984. Hmm. So, uh. You can go spoil, full spoilers, by the way. I do not care. Oh, don't, okay. don't care at all. Okie yeah. dokie. We're gonna. Don't care. I mean, I will as much as I can, and and it won't matter because it's not really going to spoil anything for you. So okay. Uh, but I've been hearing a lot of negative re uh, reviews about this movie, and I thought, well, everybody likes to shit on the DCEU, and and I'm a defender of the DCEU, and on top of that, I'm a defender of all comic book movies anyway. So I'm sure it'll be fine, and I'm going to like it. Uh, a lot better than all of those people are saying, and there's no way that it can be that bad, because, I mean, it's still Patty Jenkins, and she made the first one, and that is, like, masterful filmmaking. 
Uh, I love the first movie. So this movie started off, and I actually kind of did a running commentary where I made notes all along the way. And it starts off with, uh, I guess, spoiler, spoiler, we're going to talk a little bit about the plot of this movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're just flat out not going to believe me when I tell you some of the elements that happen in this movie. So until you sit down and watch it for yourself, you're just going to have to take it on faith that I'm actually telling the truth because there are some things I'm going to tell you, you're just not going to believe. Uh, starts off with, uh, Diana's a young girl and doing a competition with a bunch of the other Amazons. Just kind of like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's like a, a race thing, and you got to grab a bow and arrow and shoot things, and okay. jump on a horse and run over here. And she's a little girl, and she's like half, a third of the age of the other people competing, and it's fantastic. Like right off the bat, I'm going, I'm right in. I'm I'm in. Like if we're doing stuff like this, this is awesome. This feels just like the first movie. I don't. Everybody's crazy. I don't know what they're talking about. Next scene. I, I, I love comics. I lean DC. I'm no expert. I don't really know much about Cheetah or her history with Wonder Woman or how she becomes Cheetah or Maxwell Lord, the other villain in this movie. So if this is the way they are in the comics, great. I don't know much of anything about them. Uh, I don't know what city we're in. They don't really make that clear. Um, how you feel about Pedro Pascal these days? Awesome. Mandalorian. Yeah, but have you heard any of the drama with him with Mandalorian? No. Where he's, like, walked off set, and he's maybe not in the helmet all that much. Just does voiceover. Oh. Except no, for... No, I did not hear that. Oh, yeah. There's There's been rumors that he's... He walks off... Has walked off the set a few times, and is a fucking dickhead and shit, and... I, I, don't, I don't know what to believe... I'm not sure if, if he's actually a dickhead or he just doesn't suffer foolishness. You know, okay. that, that can be a total possibility. So I'm questionable when he shows up. Uh, the Trump shade in this is not subtle. And I don't mean that in a good way. I'm not a oh, Trump. really? I'm not a Trump fan. I'm not a Trump supporter. But I'm an unpaid writer. I could have done better than this. It, it, like it's obnoxious, it it and it's not enjoyable. It's it's it it's hard to explain, and it only is like in one scene up front. But it's like, give me a freaking break, dude. And and the way that Pascal is playing, it's like, dude, you you you're all like your character's already written way over the top. You don't need to go over the top on top of over the top, but he does, and it's weird. It it doesn't it doesn't play for me. Okay. Uh, my biggest concern going from the trailer was how is Steve Trevor back? I, I believe I've already said that on this show. If not, I've already told you about that in text. If I right now gave you 10 chances to tell me how Steve Trevor is back in this movie, you would not get it. And if I told you to, to, you wouldn't pick this option. And if I told you pick the worst, stupidest fucking option on the, t that you can think of. You still might not come to this. Magic but that's rock. that's what it is. Just magic rock. <laughs> now he's back, and he takes over some guy's body. And, and, and now he looks like Steve Trevor, but if he looks in the mirror, he looks like the guy. 
the other no-name random nobody guy. But to but to her and to everybody else, it looks like Steve Trevor. Why? Because Magic Rock. Okay. Uh, dude, I I told you when I started this, you're not going to believe some of the shit I'm telling you. And the Magic Rock looks like an old-timey dildo. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, oh was, that was oh, it was bad. Oh, what else we got here? Is Chris Pine? How old is Chris Pine? Can you tell me that He's right now? Got to be. 40 by now, or close to 40, I would guess. I was pretty sure I'm older than him. I'm 41. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's 65 in this movie. What? I, he looks old. And I'm like, I, I'm older than him. What? Doesn't matter. Moving on. Uh, oh, here's another great note. It's the 80s. The actual 1980s were not this 1980s. And I know because I was there. But, oh, it's 80s. We're, we're 80s in the 80s, and we're 80, just, just ramming just our ramming, 80s huh? cock right in that 80s asshole. So, Stranger Things-esque, or? But, but it's only for, like, one scene up front, and then after that, it's, hmm. Then we've got this, uh, th- this was in the trailer, uh, the, the scene where, uh, Chris Pine is trying on different 80s clothes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah, and. Oh, parachute pants. Does everybody parachute? Ha 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 This scene goes on and on and on and on. 100% unnecessary. That added two nothing. two and a half hour long movie. Just added nothing. Let's make this movie two and a half hours long. Uh, so then, uh, Max Lord, this guy, he, uh, he takes the wishing rock and wishes to be the wishing rock. So then the wishing rock melts into a ring, and then and then he's the wishing rock. So people have to wish on him for wishes. But you only get one. Why? You tell me. You tell me. I don't... Okay. So then he makes wishes, and if people don't don't have the wishes, then then it, he, he fades or something, so he has to make more people make wishes, I think. What? <laughs> Dude, this shit happens. This uh... shit happens. This shit all happens. I don't know. Uh, one, Kristen Wiig is, is like the only person, well, her and Gal Gadot are the only people in this movie that feel like they're delivering a true performance and they're really trying. Everybody else can fuck right off. Uh, but those, those two in this movie are legit feel like they're trying. Kristen Wiig is awesome in this, uh, uh, even though like her character choices uh, don't make sense. But that's a, a, a script problem. Okay. Max Lord is basically Dwight Schrute, who who suddenly gets wish powers. And then as soon as he gets wish powers, he says, bring me my vitamins. Seriously. And then the scene cuts to another scene. Like, uh, am I supposed to laugh at that? Am I supposed to be... How am I supposed to feel about that? <sighs> oh, this... Let's see here. Oh, at one point they're like, we got to get in a plane because we got to fly it to whatever, so-and-so. And so they put Steve Trevor into a jet. The dude from World War One is going to pilot this jet, right? Yep. A machine he's never seen in his life. And then is like 15 generations past what anything he's ever learned to fly. And now he's Fine. just... Bust- you know what? Fine. Fine. I'll go along with that. Gets that thing up in the air. And as soon as they do, it's like, oh, bang, bang. What's that over there? 
Oh, they're shooting off fireworks because it's Fourth of July. Apparently, I guess I don't. It was never mentioned before, but okay. And he's like, "Oh, sweet!" And so then he flies the jet over and through all the fireworks. Literally, no pilot would ever do such a thing. But wee! <laughs> And once again, here's another scene where we're just taking, we're just taking time. Let's just take time. Let's go fly through the fireworks. Why? And then she suddenly has force powers and can make things invisible. So she makes the jet invisible. I, for no, like I did this one time with a cup, but then the cup never came back. And then she just, and makes the whole jet invisible. And why? Let's see. What else we got here? Okay, then there's a highway chase scene. That was in the trailer. That was pretty cool. That looks good. Yep. Yep. Up until the very end. We're at the very end of it, because they're in the desert now. There's children playing in in the road. So the entire chase scene ends with everybody just, like, swerving and crashing off the road to avoid children that are just playing in the road by this one house. In a desert. Why? Uh, let's see here... Then Maxwell Lord is like trying to get on TV so that he can make everybody wish wishes. And there's some magic particles that come through the television that will get to him so that he's healthy if enough people watch it and make wishes. I was so Bored. Also, actionless for the most part. I want to turn this off at the when there was forty-five minutes left. I really, 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 really wanted to turn this movie off. And I defend all the comic book movies. Yeah, I know. I I own Jonah Hex on Blu-ray, and I wanted to turn this off. (laughs) Ah, let's see here. About halfway through, I thought it was about the level of Shazam, which was okay. I was gonna say that's not bad. Yeah. And then, by the time we got to about the third act, like I said, I wanted to turn it off. I don't know how you fuck up this bad. I I, I understand how people don't like Batman v Superman. I get it. It's not everybody's cup of tea. I dig it. I defend it. But I also understand why people don't like it. This is not Batman v Superman. This, This is something else. And I can't wait for you to watch it. Like Much like Tenant. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Let's see here. Uh, Gal Gadot's close-up looks like she's on a green screen stage every single time. Awful. They, they look awful. Then then st- everybody just says, I don't want my wishes, and then the wishes go away. So then Steve just kind of poof, he's gone. And then, then the random guy is back. Which, I mean, I guess that's kind of a good thing, because fuck his life. I was just going to say, yeah, I had read a review or heard a review where, like, what about this other guy's life? Like, was he just a random nobody or did he have a family or? Don't know. They don't say. They they don't explain it. I, 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 I was about as baffled watching this as I was Tenant, but for different reasons. In Tenant, I didn't understand what was actually happening. In this movie, it was, who would make these choices as a director? Like, you made the first Wonder Woman movie? Because that movie was full of choices that looked like you were in control of shit. And here it looks like a producer made this movie or something. Yeah. 
this movie is by far the worst movie in the DCEU. And I've watched Suicide Squad like six times. And we'll say that movie is terrible. This one, I don't know that I... I, I, uh, I don't want to say I'm not going to watch it again. Fuck knows I will. But not fun. Not enjoyable. No. Thumbs down. I wonder what the thought process was when they had such a great first one to go off of. Like, what... You think there was an unwise decision to set it in the 80s? Like, should this be... That wasn't the problem, because after the first uh, 20 minutes, we totally forgot about the 80s. Okay. I mean, the 80s were in there, but it didn't have nothing much to do with it. It was just... The most 80s thing was that mall sequence up front where she beats up some guys that are doing things in a mall. Other than that, it could have been the 90s or 2000s, I wouldn't have known the difference. Other than Steve Trevor walking around wearing a fanny pack. He did not need to be in the movie one bit. He added absolutely nothing to the movie other than time. You could have completely cut all of his shit out of the movie and it would have lost nothing, except a half an hour. Well, it sounds like the whole cockstone thing, whatever, <laughs> wishing stone, that could have all been, like, that didn't, didn't work either. Nothing in this movie worked. <laughs> I, that, that was just, they found some artifact that had Latin written on it, and that was the wishing stone thing. And wow, this sounds so Netflix roulette-y. Oh, oh, it was... It was bad. So bad. Painfully bad. I didn't believe anybody. I didn't believe any of the reviews. I was like, ah, eh, me, I'll, I'll like it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I wanted to turn it off. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, I, we were... Wife and I were like, well, you know, before we get rolling on all these Hobbit movies, Lord of the Rings, let's let's squeeze in here Wonder Woman. And I'm like, mm, now wait, I'll wait, yeah, I'll wait, wait, yeah. But I look forward to your your review. Mm. Oh, we'll watch it sometime for mm-hmm. sure. But that's it's stunning. That's... It's stunning. <laughs> I wonder what would have happened had COVID never happened. And this would have been the big summer kickoff movie or whatever of this past summer. I wonder how it would have done. Like, Well, and that's another thing that uh, I already said with Tenant. This? You thought this is going to save cinemas? This is shit. And same with Tenant. <laughs> it's shit. It's, it's not like... I, I, these are our giant summer blockbusters this year? Like, you're really bricking it, Hollywood. Not yeah. Because... Mm, you can't if you can't get me on board a comic book movie and a science fiction time travel movie directed by Christopher Nolan bro (laughs) that's not good yeah Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you especially after Tenet I I mean it's it's pretty to look at and and, uh, again Kristen Wiig does a great job but there's, there's also a certain point uh, before we get into the third act where Wonder Woman is doing voiceover narration through half this movie. I don't know why, but she's just got things to tell you. And one of the things is something about this special armor. It's in the trailer, the gold armor with the wings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, that's fine. But she's she's just kind of like, well, there's the special armor and only so-and-so had earned it or whatever. Like, all right. And Kristen Wiig wants to be powerful and special. All right. She had made a wish to have Wonder Woman's powers on the cock rock. 
all right? Then there's this transition between, like, Act 2 and Act 3, and suddenly Wonder Woman's flying around, and she comes down and lands at this place, and she's got the gold armor, and you're why? How? Where'd that come from? Just poof! Got it. Okay. And then Kristen Wiig's character comes in, and she's full cat. Why? Why? I just... Now I am. How were the how were the effects? Uh, I've, the effects I've been were sweet. Here. I, I, and okay. the fighting was you know cool, but why? I don't know. <laughs> I it just it's time for the third act. So let's do now this. She's got gold armor because reasons, and she's a cat because reasons. Ookily dokily. Yep, I'm I'm good. I'm good on that one for a while. And I was really looking forward to it. Like, I, they sold the trailers well. I thought the trailers looked, looked great, and they had the goodwill of the first one to go off of. So, uh... This feels like it was directed uh, by an entirely different person. That that didn't have control, and the producers were actually in control, is what you're making it kind of sound like. This feels like a producer thing. It, it, it feels entirely different from the first film. Hmm. <sighs> And I mean that in every worst technical way yeah. possible. Back to you. Okay. <clears throat> so after the Ripper, I decided to do some research of my own into the actual Jack the Ripper case back in the back in 1888. So I watched a string of documentaries on Jack the Ripper, especially because this is a case that has literally never been solved, and. The first one I watched on YouTube, these are all on YouTube, is called uh, Jack the Ripper, The Whitechapel Murders. And when that thing was done, I'm like, well, yeah, that's the guy. They they kind of narrowed it down, and that makes sense. That's, that's our guy right there. <clears throat> and then I watched, um, I'm like, well, I, wanna, I want to hear some more backing up of that theory. And... Um, the next one I watched was called Missing Evidence, Jack the Ripper. And this one here was from the Smithsonian Institute. I, I believe they produced it. And totally different take on it. Uh, so good. And in very, very, like, scientific down to, like, the footsteps of the first, of, I think, was it the second murder? There's the, there's the, the five murders, the five main ones that pretty much everybody suspects was from Jack the Ripper. And, so they really delve into the just the street that this happened on, and when the police showed up, and the this this documentary was so good. And when this one was done, I'm like, "That's our guy right there. That's the guy that did it." It was one of the two guys that was looking over the body when when she like very soon after she was murdered. And I still think this is just me. I still think it was. That guy. He lied to the police about his name. Um, all five murder victims were roundabouts where he walked to and from work. He was a butcher. And I'm like, I think that's the guy. Then I watched some other document, a few other documentaries, which some of them didn't even mention this guy. There was other people that they mentioned. And then there was a podcast that I listened to. And that guy, uh, he actually brought up this Smithsonian, the Smithsonian, uh, 
video on YouTube and he was like, it was really good, really well made. He's like, but some of it wasn't actual, actually factual, uh, especially with that guy's backstory and how he had a bad relationship with his kids and his, his mother. He's like, that wasn't true. I'm like, oh my Lord. So literally this case is, has never been solved. And it is so fascinating to me watching several hours of different theories. And I'm like, you know what? Now I need to finish this off with from hell, the Johnny Depp movie, uh, which I literally have not seen that movie since the theater 19 years ago. Uh, have you watched this movie? Uh, I watched it once and eh, but uh, uh, who directed that? Was that, that was the, uh, Hughes brothers, Albert and Alan Hughes. Okay. Who wrote it? That was, uh, Alan Moore. No, I know that, but, um, didn't that have something to do with the, uh, uh, Wachowskis? Um, I'm seeing here or Terry the, Hayes and the guy that, Lafayette. uh, damn it. I can't remember the guy that, uh, uh, worked with the Wachowskis and made that ninja thing and V oh. for Vendetta. I thought he was involved in that. No, he, I I'm not wrong. seeing it here, but the thing is I, because of all the documentaries that I just watched, uh, the first time I watched this movie, which is a long, long time ago, I didn't understand it. Like, I'm like, I, I don't get this. I don't know who these people are. And, like, what? And now that I, now when I watch this thing, I recognize all the names. All, all these names are flying around. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was this person, and that was this victim, and that was... And the, the conspiracy theory in this one, which is, they... This was actually a thing that, obviously, Alan Moore was like, well, I'm going to write it this way. Um, this is actually, there was, this is one of the conspiracies and that's the one they went with. And I'm like, this is really freaking good. I don't uh, remember because, anything about from hell other oh, than I, maybe he did cocaine or something. Uh, he did opium. Mm. He was addicted to opium. But the, I remember the only thing I remembered from this movie was there was a great throat slashing scene in the movie and it's still legit. Maybe uh, the but, connection I'm just making is Alan Moore because Alan Moore did V for Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked this movie. Uh, my biggest complaint is they try to shoehorn in a, uh, a love interest thing with Johnny Depp and Heather Graham, who she is Mary Kelly, which was the Ripper's last official victim of the five. Uh, and it, they, they both are very good in their roles. I think Johnny Depp did a really, really good job in this, but it felt shoehorned in like, let's try to get a little bit of a love interesting in here, but the reasons for the Ripper in this one, I think are brilliant. And it actually makes me want to read Alan Moore's, uh, graphic novel. I, I'm after this. I, I'm guessing they've made, they made changes to it, but I'm like, this is really freaking good how it's more of a grand scheme type of thing. And there is a secret society and it's, oh, it was good. Man, I really liked it. And I don't think that I would have liked it half as much had I not obsessed over this case for the last week and just, there's, it's a thing. Like, the people are really, there's ripper sites all, it's crazy. Well, you should uh, check nah. out, uh, uh, The Raven. Oh, oh, because I was like, is there any other movies that deal with. I don't think that one, let me see here. Uh, that one's not Jack the Ripper specifically, but it is set at the same kind of. Oh, the era. 1800s? Yeah. And it's, uh, horrific murders inspired by Edgar Allan Poe's works. 
I need to watch it. You liked that but, one. But I quite enjoyed that movie. I thought that was pretty under underrated. James, well, see I, now there's your connection. James McEntee, who was the director of mm, V for Vendetta. Vendetta, yep. Yeah. But I, I thought that was a pretty good movie. I don't know where you would fall on this movie without the knowledge of, you know, all these documentaries. And I'm like, I down to the word, like, I kind of know the timeline of this. And I still think it's, I personally think it's one of those two guys. It was very, they made a very compelling case to where um, two, one of the guys that found one of the victims, they're like, that's got to be the guy. And I am like, that would actually make sense. And I... Now, I was listening to this podcast. And I want to bring this up on the show real quick because I this is cool. So, the word sneakers, you know, sneakers, tennis shoes, right? Yeah. That comes from Jack the Ripper. Like, that comes from that case. Like, you could hear police walking, like, clod, 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 because of their, they had distinctive yeah. shoes that they wore to make it, make people know, oh, there's police officers nearby, I'm safe. Well, Ripper. Uh, wore silent shoes or whatever, and he was able to sneak around. And sneakers supposedly comes from that case, sneaking around. So I didn't, I could be, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of cool. I'm like, oh, no shit. So anyway, I, that's literally after Christmas. Hey, let's get into some ripping. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, the, just the details that I, oh, and it was, I, Horrific stuff. Oh, so man. Jack the Ripper only had, uh, I don't know much of anything about it, but he, he only had five victims, huh? There's five that they're pretty sure were all from him, but there's up to, I think, ten that could have been from him. But there's five, that, and there, the one documentary that I watched, they really made a good case for a doctor that he actually, after the five, like, well, they stopped because he left town. And... After that's after that was the first one I watched. I'm like, well, that's got to be him. That's got to be him. Like he had surgical knowledge that because he removed some of the organs. But then you watch the second one, and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, time out here. That's oh, these were so good. And just the fact that how things like one of the documentaries actually delved into life in England in the 1800s in that area in Whitechapel, and it was just just awful. And that's that also kind of led into why there was killings there is because it's like, I can get away with this shit here. Cause you know, the prostitution is every, I mean, a lot of the women were prostituting themselves cause they had no money. And Zodiac so is anyway. another one too, that, that mm-hmm. doesn't, has never ever been solved. And yeah. That's, that's, I just, I, for some reason I, I always thought that the Jack the Ripper case had actually been solved. And then I'm no. watching this stuff. I'm like, no, no, it has not. And each one almost discredits the other one to where it's like, nope, that's not right. That's not right there. I guess there's like been a hundred different scenarios of who it may have been, but eh, it's impressive. So anyway, that's, yeah, there's, there's my post Christmases watching lots of right real, back into the same old shit. Oh, that's... just, just right back into just depravity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I didn't, uh, by the way, the one last thing is they actually have a picture of Mary. Kelly, the last victim, um, and it is just horrific. It's a real picture from 1888, and I think that's the first forensic like picture of a body, and it is so awful. It's and like a lot of these documentaries show that I'm like I'm sick. Of, like I don't want to see this picture anymore. And then I'm like I wonder how they're gonna do this in the movie because 
it's right there on display. She is butchered, and they, they because it's it was so horrific. You can tell for an R rating, they had to kind of work around just how bad that was. But I'm like, oh, that's I can tell that it's the same. They they tried to get it exactly as it was in the picture. So anyway, there you go. But that's one of the that's one of those Johnny Depp movies that I have not seen in so long, and he was really good in it. Some movies he's not as good, but that one there, I thought. He played the part well. Cool. Back to you. All right. I want to quickly touch on a couple of action movies I've been watching. First up, motherfuck this chair. Oh, oh it's awful. It's awful. It's as bad as your throat clearing. <clears throat> Man. Chainsaw, uh, baby. I've been trying to watch this one with the, uh, the daughter for quite some time. Uh, I teased that we were going to watch it, and we did finally watch it. Die Hard with a Vengeance. I didn't talk about this yet, did I? I don't think so. so. You said that you were going to. Uh, So, I bought the Blu-ray, and uh, uh, we finally got around to checking it out, and... Yep, this movie is still awesome. Daughter dug it. And I didn't think of this one as a Christmas movie. Like, the first two diehards are Christmas movies. They both take place at Christmas. But there was actually quite a few, like, Christmas comments that I caught throughout the movie. Which was weird. I can't even remember exactly what they were right now. But uh, just little things where they 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 mentioned things. It's like, what? It's not Christmas. It's hot as hell in New York. It's not Christmas. But... They said some Christmassy lines throughout the thing, and there was even a, a little bit of Christmas music played somewhere. I was like, that's odd. Odd decision, but... Yeah. At any rate, uh, the movie is still awesome. Wife hated it. Uh, I, she just wasn't into it. So... I, really? I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. I, I, Did she like the other two? Even Die Hard, eh, little 280s. But what are you going to do? This one, she just, I don't know, she just wasn't in in the mood. That's just the way it is. Uh, The other action movie that I watched here this week is The Taking of Pelham 123 from 1974. Uh, You've seen the remake, right? I have. I think with you in the theater. (laughs) I think I own the Blu-ray yeah. somewhere. I think it's I think it's in my pile somehow. Uh, now, how did you watch this again? Did you watch Did you watch the streaming? Correct. Yeah, this was on uh, Pluto TV. Okay. And I have the VHS somewhere. I just didn't feel like digging it out, and it was on. I was like, ah, I'll just watch it. In New York, armed men hijack a subway car and demand ransom for the passengers. Let us look at this cast: Walt, Walter Matthau, Robert Shaw. Jaws guy. Hector Elizondo. You know who that is? Mm Mm-hmm. Dick O'Neill, Lee Wallace. Oh, man. Jerry Stiller. This movie is awesome. And I'm glad that it made my honorable mentions of our New York list. I think you would would enjoy this movie. It's a little bit slow to start, and it's a little too long at 2 hours, hour 45. But it's so much better than the remake. Oh my goodness. It, it's so much better than the remake. Uh, uh, it's one of those where it, it, 
especially for a seventies movie, you, you, you start and it's like, come on, I get it. Let's go. And then it just, it's a stone rolling down a hill. You can't stop it. And it's going and it's going and it's going. And you're like, I, by the time you get to the halfway point, it's like, you're, I'm so into it. I'm so into it. And, and you would be too. It's got a very, very New York feel for even being stuck in a subway car in a, uh, uh, and not being out on the street. But then it's got those street scenes, too, where, oh, we got to get the money over there, block off all the streets, and car cop cars are just tearing ass down the street and wrecking, and you get a good view of the city, even though most of it still takes place in basically a basement. Uh, but I would really like... This is one that needs to be in your... Eternal queue of some time, you got to check this out. I think that you would dig it. You would have to hang in there again, like I said, through the first part, because mm-hmm. it's a little slow. It's got that 70s pace. But overall, I think that you would uh, come out of that movie with a with a good thumbs up. That was pretty That was pretty dope. Blu-ray.com gives the uh, the Blu-ray, the, the movie itself, five stars out of five. They, that's, that's impressive. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, and well, and Hyde Mathau's a badass, and he's just basically sitting at a desk and talking on a microphone. I'm, yeah, and I'm looking at some of the pictures right here. Oh man, that's twenty bucks on Blu-ray. Yeah, I would want to watch it first, unless it would be Vinegar Syndrome shipping it my way. Then <laughs> go to Pluto TV. You can watch it for free. Okay, any time. You don't have to wait for it to start either. You can just search it and find it there and watch it. Good quality. Was it a good? Uh... Yeah, it looked okay to me. I okay. would say at least DVD plus. <clears throat> Okay. Like, it didn't look VHS. That's actually one that I'm going to put on my, on my I need to watch list. Just know it. It does have that 70s uh, pacing, so you got yeah. bear with it for the first half. Is it like French Connection ish? Like, I'm I, not some... a huge fan of French Connection. I, I've, I've seen it. I don't even remember anything about it. I've seen it once or twice, and I'm. Eh, I've seen I, it twice. I, it's good, but. I mean, but it's very talky, but then when the car chase stuff happens, it's really good. I mean, I mean the car got... chase is cool, but I, I, I remember more of what happens in this movie than that one, and I've seen them both twice. Yeah. Yeah, I want to check it out. Definitely. There you go. Back to you. Uh, what are we at, time-wise? Uh, you want to do Coming Soon to wrap up, or you want to do another? Uh, I want to quick review one more, one more movie here. I'm sure this will be a winner. Oh, it's... It's a thing. Um, uh, Evil Tunes from 1992, directed by Fred Olin Ray. Um, and Tunes starring, like T-O-O-N-S? Yes, yes. Evil Tunes. Okay. Starring David Carradine and Dick Miller and uh, there's a porn... Madison. Ooh, she's a porn star. Like, a porn Madison. Yep. Um, it's... These three, four women go to this house to clean it, and uh, it's like zero-budget Evil Dead ripoff, which means there's no gore at all. Wait and a minute. Every- it says, if it's tunes, is it animated? Yeah. Well, there's oh. the, the, the title creature is this, like, 80s, 80s, like, Saturday morning cartoon-type looking character that it's an actual, like, Roger Rabbit type of thing where... There is this animated creature in the house. Live action on top of animated. Yeah. Okay. But it's, I mean, it's, there's not, there's not much of that in the movie. Um, but I kind of had a good time with it a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, man, Fred Olin Ray, baby. He makes movies. 
And I buy them. <laughs> I buy them. <laughs> and they're awful. <laughs> oh, that, that was, oh, I've watched some other Fred Olin Ray stuff here lately, and this was, this was the strawberry ice cream, and the rest of it was pickle-flavored ice cream. Trust me. Yeah, it's <clears throat> Phantom Empire. Oh, oh, furious. And I woke up, I fell asleep halfway through it, and I woke up just, where am I? What? what? I'm like, oh, my life. No, this, no, what am I doing with my life? This is <laughs> you didn't awful. wake up going, oh, I'm watching a shitty movie. You woke up going, my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I'm just angry. I just stomped off to bed, just furious, thinking I was that was $16 I'll never get back. And I get to sell it. That's great. Mm, That's yeah, you do. Yes. Great. Oh, and the cover is the cover is wonderful. Sybil Danning. Mmm. The movie itself. Well, I though, love Sybil Danning, but I, I, I wish you a lot of misery. I don't I don't feel one shred of sympathy for you. Ah, you should. I wake up and I'm angry because I'm watching a shitty movie that I paid a bunch of money for that I'm gonna put yeah. back on my shelf and make it. Oh, Eric that was sell. prime time. That was that was like evening watching. I could have been watching The Hobbit, but no, let's do Phantom Empire, Ed, because swords and babes, and that's going to be good. <laughs> Fast asleep. Neck tilted so much that I woke up to, oh, just, eh. Please tell me drink and lap. No, huh? No, but cheese Damn. puffs. Oh, oh, yeah, bag of cheese. Oh, I was a wreck. I was a, I was a angry wreck. <sighs> but Evil Tunes, on the other hand, that was, that was solid two-star maybe. That's terrible! That's bad! Two out of five is bad. Yeah. I, what, whatever. The Phantom Empire was I'm like a half a Wonder star. Wonder Woman 84, and it's worse than that, so... Yeah, this is... But Dick Miller... Some airplane in... is just dive-bombing my house right now. <laughs> what else has Madison been in? Let's see here. Madison. Because I'm like... She's well, been there's in... been lots of Madisons that have been lots of porny things. No, this is like straight up like this is the real deal, like Oh, this is the Madison. Well yeah, and this is like oh Edward Penis Hands parts two and three. Uh, oh, she was in the first uh, one. <laughs> just just thinking oh. about the editing I gotta do, that's all. <laughs> the Enos family. I... Now that one there I actually kinda wanna see. Stop it or I'm gonna make it the title of the show. <laughs> the Anus Family. Because it's supposed to be the Adams family, you know. The, you see I the con- get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I, I am of an intelligence level that I understand uh, porn humor. There are all these titles are great. You know, I can. Oh don't, man, just don't, please. Oh, but oh, I'm gonna say one more because I feel like I have and to. welcome to the part of the show where Eugene talks and I'm silent and I just oh, listen. Go ahead, sir. Oh, Go man. ahead. Mm. He can't resist. Man, these titles are just, they're hilarious because it's, you know, they're, they're a play on words, you see. Genie in a bikini, um, headbangers balls. <laughs> you get that? You know, MTV headbangers ball, the, the metal show. This is headbangers balls, you know, like the, <laughs> the jiggly guys. Um, <laughs> the best is the anus family. <laughs> Oh, Clubhead. I would guess that that is a play on Club Dread. Very nope, witty. probably like not. That. Yeah, Eyewitness Nudes. That would be Eyewitness Nudes, but Nudes instead. Famous Anus. <laughs> That's a play on the cookies. Famous Amos. Brilliant. Brilliant. <clears throat> These are, gotta say, uh, snow bunnies, but with 
the W. For some reason, they dropped the W off of the off the snow, so it's just snow bunnies. I'm not, I'm not sure what the director is reasoning. Oh, total re total reball, and by that, it's like you get it, you get it. Total reball, right, awesome. So that, actually, that one I don't. Total recall. <laughs> Get total recall, but what's a reball? Well, balls. I'm guessing we're back into the. Yeah, I know what balls are too. But what does that mean? <laughs> reball. You watch it and find out. Watch it and find out. 1990, hot off the tails of Paul Verhoeven's. Um, so that would probably be like an asylum version of Total Recall, but with actual penetration. <laughs> Uh, and then we just go all out like, screw it. We're just going to anal climax. Like, just, done. And that's the show. That's <laughs> We've reached the end of the show. <laughs> the climax of the freaks right there. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> oh. But Madison, man, she... She was the lead in Evil Tunes and very attractive. <laughs> she did her name was Roxanne and her her professional name is Madison Stone if you want to look her up. <laughs> Are you done? Oh, yeah. Unless you want to hear some more awesome titles. <laughs> Coming soon for you. Um, Total Reball. <laughs> I believe you already did your coming soon, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, literally. Huh? Yeah, I'm, like, oh, 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 I'm not coming yeah. soon. I'm just breathing heavy. Yeah, there's... See, coming soon for me. I've been watching The Stand every week, every Thursday that comes out. The new yeah. uh, 2020 uh, stand. And <laughs> choices were made. Not sure how I'm going to feel about all of it. Uh, so far, not good. But uh, it's only been two episodes. Maybe I'll maybe I'll come around on it. <laughs> get it? Come yeah. around? Get oh, it? Oh, I know. I know. We are deep, right. deep in the in the venereal disease this episode. Deep uh, in that. <laughs> I want to watch Zodiac again. I haven't seen that in forever. And I've seen, yeah. like, most of David Fincher's work multiple times. But Zodiac's on one of the streaming sites. It's like, ah, I should check that out again. I want to watch some good comic book movies that aren't called Wonder Woman 1984 just to get the taste all the way out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. So that might happen. Anything for you? Um, The Hobbit movies, if I get around to them. I need to do that too. And Lord of the Rings. Um, oh, some other, some other Fred Olin Ray movies that, <laughs> that I got. And lots of other movies with coming in the title. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was... Okay, I'm officially creeped out. Uh, mm. Can we be done, please? Please? Oh, also, Teenagers from Outer Space and the Giant Leeches. I have that on Blu-ray now. Somehow That's that a... was still sexual. I don't know how, but it... You it is, to, yeah. Uh, it's because of the way you said it, I think. Yeah. Fred Olin Ray... I haven't bought it yet, but Fred Olin Ray just released a Bikini Franken... Two-pack... For Bikini Frankenstein and Twilight Vamps on Blu-ray, but I'm like eighteen ninety-nine. That's more of a tenor for me. <laughs> um, uh, video games. I got a lot of video games coming soon. No, oh. and I think that. Uh, let's see. You have a PS4. Yes. Is that backward compatible with PS3? 
I don't think so. Not with discs. I mean, you okay. can buy digital. Uh, because I, I think I already told you about that giant order that I placed. Uh, like yes. seven games for whatever Addison gave me a, a gift card for like 25 bucks. And I got, explain this to me. I got two emails confirming that my order has shipped identical emails 20 minutes apart. Oh, are you getting... They, uh, I'm, am I getting double? Huh. I might be getting double. So might have uh, some giveaways. Hey, oh, how cool. about some giveaways for you and the show? Yeah, huh. I'll have to see if uh, your PS4 is backward compatible. Maybe I'll just send them up to you. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'd happily take them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and goodbye. Yep. <laughs> for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.